Prime Minister, good morning, hello. Good morning. Thanks for having a chat this morning. Well, uh, thanks for making a call in our direction. I believe you're actually here in the Kimberley recently. I, I am indeed. I'm, I'm here in Broome. It's uh, a, another beautiful day here in the Kimberley. And it's been a, a good opportunity to have a look around and uh, to see uh, some of the, some of the sites and chat with people here in the Kimberley over the last few days. Uh, I've been here on a on a private visit, uh, but it's been it's been terrific. I went to the uh, exhibition of uh, of art that's on there at the Civic Centre, helped to open that on on Monday night, and I've been. Uh, been travelling around for the last few days. Is this your first visit to the Kimberley? Uh, no, I've been up here before. Um, one previous time on holiday, but a number of times uh, for, for, for work. Uh, I was on the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander Affairs Committee of the Parliament uh, when I was first elected. And in that capacity, we visited... Uh, Halls Creek and uh, Fitzroy Crossing, Kununurra. I've been to Kununurra a couple of times, uh, as well as Broome. Uh, and uh, in addition, uh, the beautiful One Arm Point uh, there, that community, uh, was uh, a, a real uh, opportunity to, to chat with people in some of the more remote locations. You ever think of going back to the peninsula perhaps one day? <laughs> I, I, I do. It's uh, it's certainly a beautiful part of the world, and uh, just this week we headed up to James Price Point, that of course is a beautiful spot as well, and it, there's quite unique landscapes here, and it, it changes, of course, as you travel around the Kimberley. Prime Minister, only last week I spoke to our State Minister for Environment. Reese Whitby in, in reference to the Montebello Islands now being a marine park. We did talk about the security of uh, those islands and uh, illegal fishing. What is the protection we can be assured with from the Commonwealth level to be able to ensure that these marine parks operate safely? It is something that we're having a complete audit of is the way in which our, our marine environment is protected and uh, we're looking at the uh, coastal patrols and the way in which the Commonwealth can, can do that. The other thing that we've done is we're looking at a defence uh, force uh, structure uh, review as well as posture review which will look at where, where our defence assets are, making sure that we are looking after the full protection of, uh, of Australia in the best possible way, uh, looking at our capacity. And one of the things that we need to look at, of course, is uh, the issues that, that you've raised to the security of our marine environments because it's so important that they be protected. Also, the environment, you've been a strong advocate for that, looking at cutting emissions, perhaps down to 43% come uh, 2030. Where do we move as the globe is pretty much looking at alternative sources just to transfer through to 
renewable energy, such as gas use at the moment? Well, I think we, we have huge opportunity to expand uh, the use of renewables. And, of course, here in the Kimberley, you have uh, the, uh, the the best uh, source of uh, of uh, energy uh, up there in the sky and the sun uh, is extraordinary. The assets which are there and, of course, uh, wind energy as well. So there's real opportunity uh, for uh, renewables to expand, uh, particularly uh, as storage gets better and better with technology. So I see real opportunities. Of course, gas will continue to continue to play a role in firming capacity and it's an important source of export revenue as well. Do we need to frack still, Prime Minister? Uh, look, I, uh, I think that that can only occur if there are really strong environmental pr- protections and environmental analysis uh, of, of that. That's a matter, of course, for the state government, uh, firstly, to... Uh, give uh, any consideration for any proposals, but we need to make sure uh, that our our natural environment is always protected. Mr Albanese, on one of your trips away, actually, in fact, recently, you took a route back to Australia through Indonesia. It's, It's believed that you also were interested in perhaps maybe checking out some of the trading routes of old. Was that in fact, perhaps of what you were observing at that time, it, it was quite quite a magnificent trip. Actually, we went to uh, visit President Widodo uh, in Jakarta, but I also went to Makassar, uh, which was uh, one of the first trading routes between First Nations people, uh, the Yolngu people, uh, in uh, based around uh, Arnhem Land, and. Uh, and the Islamic traders, as they were then, going back uh, many, many hundreds of years, and it was uh, it was very interesting uh, to talk uh, with uh, the people there of, of Indonesia about uh, the contact that occurred between First Nations people and the Indonesian traders at the time, who traded in sea cucumbers and other 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 produce. Uh, as well as, of course, uh, uh, of course, uh, the two-way trade that occurred for mutual benefit in, and in a, in a very peaceful way. Then you went to Gama, Arnhem Land, where you were welcomed. It was officially announced. It very much came from yourself that we were looking at having a referendum in your term of government. Yeah, well, look, we are looking at a voice to parliament and having that constitutionally enshrined in our in our first term. Uh, that is very important opportunity that we have, and and I'm very confident uh, that the Australian people can vote for the very simple question of uh, do you support an Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander voice being enshrined in the constitution, and then making sure that that is a means to then get a practical advancement and to close the gap in so many areas that we know exist in life expectancy, education and health outcomes. Prime Minister, there's been many conversations 
in the past about where we're going to step to in the future. Is it possible now that Australian has uh, grown up, I suppose, a few years, uh, that we could get this referendum over the line? Well, I certainly hope so. I think it will be a sign of our maturity as a nation. We should be a source of great pride, the fact that we live with the oldest continuous civilization on the planet. And that should be a source of, uh, uh, of pride and, and of uh, it's very much a part of Australian, Australian culture and, and our richness. And uh, our history, of course, didn't begin in, in 1788. It goes back at least 60,000 years. And that should be recognised in our nation's birth certificate. And I know that Patrick Dodson, a, a, a local here, my friend, the senator, uh, I've appointed as a special envoy for the implementation of the Uluru Statement from the Heart of Voice, Truth and, and, and Treaty. And uh, getting the voice enshrined uh, will be an important step forward. It's like the 1967 referendum was, uh, like the apology to stolen generations. And I believe once it occurs, people will wonder why it just didn't happen earlier. Happening earlier, well, it's taken you a long time to get to where you are. In fact, you entered into politics back in 1996. Uh, even your history goes back as a 12-year-old demonstrating with uh, public housing issues in your particular area. What do you want to achieve as a Prime Minister? Uh, I want to unite the nation. I think that uh, voice to parliament would be important, but I, I also want to lift living standards and, and give people, no matter how, how humble they're beginning, uh, an opportunity to make the most of their lives and to lead a fulfilling life. And I think that is uh, that's an essential role of government. I want to make sure at the same time that our national security is looked after. And that includes, of course, uh, looking after uh, the challenge of climate change, taking up the opportunity that's there to transform the economy and to create those high-value, uh, high-paid jobs uh, and, and industries for Australia. And just lastly, with industries for Australia and the growth of the country, uh, there is much being said about the economy at the moment, going through interesting times coming uh, through COVID at uh, present. But, wow, all Australians are doing it tough at the moment. And uh, insurance is a big factor around the country with floods, fires, cyclones, and then there's the, the, the demographic borders, uh, northern and southern Australia. Are we going to see perhaps any um, uh, reprieve maybe in uh, insurance for folks around the country? Oh, look, I, I hope so. And we'll work in this, with the industry for uh, dealing with those issues. But I think Australia has a bright future. I'm very optimistic uh, that we are going through some tough times at the moment. Uh, but that if we seize the opportunities that are there, uh, we can have uh, a fantastic future as a country. Well, it's been fantastic talking to you and never in my future I expected to have a conversation with the Prime Minister of Australia, Anthony Albanese. It's been a pleasure.
Oh, my, my absolute pleasure, and I, I wish you and all your listeners all the best.